Michigan loses two commitments at once. It is brutal. It is not what you hope for. The recruiting bleed continues despite on-field success. Let's talk about it. This episode of Locked On Wolverines. You are Locked On Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Friday. We are back in doing it. Locked on Wolverines podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. I'm your man on the ground, Isaiah Hole, publisher of Wolverines Wire through USA Today Sports Media Group. And good thing I waited, I guess, to uh, the, the plan today was to do a night, a night podcast uh, and then do another one in the morning before the game here. Uh, but uh, literally, I sat down to do the podcast and the news breaks Jared and Jacob Smith have made their pledge to Kentucky, therefore flipping from the Michigan Wolverines to the Wildcats. And big win, but I mean, it's also for a big win for Kentucky, not for Michigan. Not ideal. Michigan continues to hemorrhage some of these guys that they're getting in the class. Now, the sky is not falling. I don't want you to feel like that's the case. This is still a pretty insanely talented class, but you're starting to see more and more of this happening, right? Like, even before any of these guys who have pledged have have flipped, Elias Rudolph back on, was it August 12th from Michigan to Miami? Uh, now the, the Smith twins. I mean, there's been a couple others here that have decommitted. I wonder if I can look at it here. Yeah, decommits. So decommits in the 2024 class. So it's only those three, but uh, it's not ideal. Michigan's down to 25. They can still probably go up to 32, but I do want to remind you of Jaden Davis, Andrew Spray, Kogan Hansen, Brady Prescorn. Some of these guys have fallen somewhat in the rankings and, and I feel like people are going to feel like this isn't like as exciting of a class, but I mean, it's still a solid, solid, solid class, but yes, Michigan is starting to drop a bit. Um, and it is not an ideal situation. I've got a little insight until I'll share you, share with you. Um, I mean, it's, I think that that's an important thing to do. And we do that here on the podcast from time to time when I hear things. So, uh, a person who shall not be named, I would say that the, the vast majority of you, if you watch or listen to this show, you probably know who this person is. Uh, they were just saying like, when it comes to the green, not the green twins, I'm just used to the green twins. When it came to the Smith twins, they were not feeling optimistic for a while. I meant to share this on a podcast, uh, earlier this week. It just didn't happen. Uh, they, they they've not been feeling optimistic for a while. They, but they also felt like they were pulling in a bunch of different directions, right? They had reaffirmed and, but they, they said, we didn't, we don't believe that that's the case. Like we, we feel like we're probably being lied to here. Um, so that's part of it. Now, that same person said, listen, we're still going after uh, uh, Elias Rudolph, right? Like he, they still feel like they're in a good position with him. Obviously, NIL plays a big deal. Michigan had the Sports Illustrated cover of why NIL works better at Michigan than anywhere, right? So... I think that the, the, those things are all still playing out, but we are, we have I've also heard that some of these guys that Michigan has been in for that have gone gone elsewhere, 
uh, guys that Michigan had and have gone elsewhere that there there are some NIL promises that are happening at other schools. I know why. Whoa. To keep you I don't even. In a help- that's my own site. And that scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> I had my own site pulled up so I could reference things and it has an ad on it that's just autoplayed out of nowhere. What is going on? I didn't sanction this. I'm I'm submarining myself. Thanks a lot. Wolverine's Wire, whoever runs that outfit. <laughs> I'm not editing that out, but that the, my volume is so loud and I've got these speakers that are like studio speakers here for when I do music production and that just terrified me. I'm keeping that all in. Anyhow, uh, there are, there are powers that be out there that are manipulating the NIL. No, none of you, that's not news to any of you, right? The bag man was already real, but some of those that didn't necessarily get super involved in bag man activities are getting more and more involved in bag man activities. Now, here is the good news. If you're Michigan. The, pro- the, 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 the promise of money is going to start to fade the more the Jaden Rashada type instances happen where guys are promised lofty things, get there and find out maybe they're not going to get everything that they thought they were going to. Additionally, guys are going to get promised money and then they're going to go to middling teams and be like, great, I've got money. But I was being self-serving, and now I'm not getting championships. Now I'm not on the same level of radar, and I'm looking at the, the kind of middling recruit who didn't get that same promise that suddenly is making millions of dollars at a place like Michigan because they had much more access. These are the types of things that will start happening. Michigan's late to the party, but it's still doing the party right. And you, you, you know, he, it's the Michigan's the, the person that shows up late, but you know what? They've got the coolest outfit. They've got the coolest dance moves. They've got everything going on. They, they, they are, they're wearing just as, as, as expensive of an outfit, maybe even a little bit more so than some of the others that are there, but they showed up late. Bad analogy. That's the analogy I came up with in the spot. So. This class is suffering a little bit, but I mean, it's not suffering terribly by any stretch. Would it be next level if they were able to retain the recruits that they've had? If they were able to get an Aaron Childs, a uh, Darian Mayo, a Aaron Scott, a Bryce West, retain Elias Rudolph. I mean, they're still planning on, they're still working really hard on him. They have not given up on that one. A Jared and Jacob Smith. I think that ship's probably sailing. I don't think that they're necessarily feeling. Here's the other part of it. This goes back to something that Tyrone Wheatley told me back in early 2016. It was national signing day. Uh, I ran into him somewhere and I congratulated him on, on the class and everything. And I said, Ooh, that Rashawn Gary stuff. I won't tell you what it is. You've read John Bacon's book, hard to beat the cheaters. 
we all know the story of what happened down in Clemson and all of that. Uh, that was pretty <laughs> widely accepted private knowledge at that time, enough to the point where I wasn't even officially employed by 24-7 Sports, and I knew about it. Um, and his response to me is, listen, you know, I told the coaches that, you know, the, the right kid is going to make the right decision. And if he does, if he makes the decision, he wants the cash. Is everyone, he said, everyone's freaking out. Like, is he going to go? Is he, is he going to come? Is he going to go? Like he was in, you know, he was set and now it looks like he's going elsewhere. And he said, listen, if he goes somewhere else, then he's not right for this place. He's not the right guy. It takes a certain person to play at Michigan. Michigan's done a really good job of getting that certain person, and now it's showing that it can win with that certain person. The best thing that Michigan can do from at this point forward is go out there, win as much as you possibly can. Go undefeated from here to early signing day. Go and win a national championship. Here to early signing day, you might have that opportunity to get a couple more of those off-the-radar guys, the Darius Clemens, the Keon Sabs of the world that you know no one was talking about at this time in, in that recruiting cycle. That'll give you an opportunity to flip some guys and make this class even better than it currently is. Still a good class. Win a national championship, suddenly that changes the game entirely. Michigan, you have your objective. You need to go out there and do it because college football otherwise is passing you by a little bit. You're adjusting, and it's going well, but it's going to take a cycle, maybe two, before it finally kind of catches up, right? The best thing you can do for some of these guys is like, listen, you think you're good? Prove it. Here's, here's a bank statement from Blake Corum. I dare any other school provide what he's getting. Trevor Keegan, some of these guys. All right, we are going to move on. And since I closed my window, I lost my point of reference since it just so rudely decided that it was going to start playing something else. All right. I want to talk about Kenneth Grant uh, a little bit and just kind of the defensive line in general. Uh, and uh, because I, I, I'm just still kind of in awe of what that is. I want to talk about that. And then we're going to finish out talking just about the upcoming stadium experience that is set to happen Saturday night and uh, why I think it's an, also an important thing. Cause it is, it kind of goes hand in hand with what we're talking about. Actually, we're going to flip those. We're going to talk that. And then we're going to talk, talk Kenneth Grant. Before we do listen, we all, we all just went through a, a horrific situation where we were all stuck in our houses and we couldn't get stuff and and you know it sometimes it's even just like right I'll, I'll be frank with you right now I don't have medical insurance why because when I got my house I had to make a choice do I still keep paying uh for uh affordable care it was not affordable it was more than my car payment was uh for a bottom line thing or get a house I had that choice I made the house um and so, so there's a lot that's going on. We've had supply chain shortages. We've had natural disasters. The travel is something, pandemics, all of that kind of stuff. But listen, there, that's why the Jace case exists, right? It, it's, it's this amazing, I, I, I don't know what to call it here. It, it's a package of exactly what you need medically. 
With storms, shortages, pandemics, reliance on China and supply chain issues, we need to be prepared now more than ever. Jace Medical is simple. You go online, you fill out a form, and then you get a prescription. You get prescription, life-saving medications right to your door. Jace Case gives you peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure that you have the medication in hand. Now, I got myself a Jace Case. I'm just waiting for that to arrive. I, I finally pulled the trigger. Uh, very excited. I've heard about, about it for so long. And I've always talked with Sarah about, like, we need to make sure that we have everything we need in case bad things happen. Everyone should be empowered to take care of themselves, for themselves, and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you are not just hoping that you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand. Jace Medical is simple. They have, handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing cons- consultation and care. So don't get caught unprepared. Save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off using the code LOCKEDON at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com, promo code LOCKEDON. All right, we went a little long there in, uh, in section one, so we, maybe we'll be a little bit shorter in section two here. But um, I am very excited, strangely, for a game of Michigan against Bowling Green. Part of it is obviously the recruits are back. Part of me is not excited about the recruits being back because, uh, you know, the sideline's more crowded before the game. But, I mean, it's like get, getting to see who's there and all of that stuff. It, what's even more fun, I think, is the younger recruits because uh, a lot of times when I go back and I start looking through pictures and stuff, I'm like, whoa, that guy visited? Like, I didn't know who that guy was, and now that guy's a five-star. That happens so much. Actually, it that same person I was talking to, they, they were ta- talking about, like, in the past how that's that's been a deal, right? Like, the amount of people who were at some of these old camps that Michigan used to have back before the NCAA started nixing a lot of the ability to have some of these camps. They said there were like something like, I think it was the A4 uh, quarterback camp. Maybe, I think it was 2017. There were like 30 current Division I starters that were there, right? Like at that time, it was like, oh man, Dylan McCaffrey's there. Uh, like th- that, he was like the headliner. He was, you know, a Michigan commit, but everyone was still really infatuated with Dylan McCaffrey. And, um, and who, who else? Art, like Artur Sikowski was like a big name at that time. He, you know, he, he was really pushing for Michigan. Uh, I, I think he might have had a Michigan offer, but, you know, like he couldn't get it didn't really work out because obviously they had Dylan McCaffrey. He ends up committing to Miami and ends up flipping to Rutgers and then ends up going to in, uh, Illinois. It was a whole thing. But they were saying like, yeah, Sam Hartman was there. <laughs> like, it, Just like a bunch of like dudes were there. Right. So that's kind of a fun part of recruiting. But. Really, I think the thing that's more important to me in this is because, right, like you have to be able to compete with other schools. And I know the old blue hairs are not going to like it, but there's going to be this light show. We kind of got like a little bit of a taste of it uh, in the last game as they were kind of like showing the colors and stuff like that. But it's still light out, so it didn't really make much of a difference. But like the strobing effects and all of this kind of stuff. But now that it's going to be a night game, we're going to get the full Monty, so to speak. 
and you know, Michigan put out a video that kind of shows what it looks like, and you're just seeing the colors, blue maze and blue, kind of shifting back and forth on the stadium and the pulsating and strobing and all that kind of stuff. And I know the blue hairs aren't going to like it because it's just, and I'm not going to like it for the sake of photos and in certain moments, but, but, and I know a lot of people hate, like, you know, say like, oh, now we're going to become Rutgers. Okay, that's actually, you know, that's good. I'm sorry. That's, that's a good thing. The atmosphere in some of these places, when they, when they have the lighting effects, like I remember, I wasn't even watching it. I was listening to a Georgia game. Uh, a couple of years ago, driving back from another game, from a road game. And I like they're describing what's happening with the pulsating lights. And it was like, and you could hear the crowd just uh, just absolutely on fire for the product that they're seeing. The product is the most important, but you also got to sell the the frilly stuff around the product, right? You You want a player to be like, that was hype, right? And there's tradition, yes, is great. It's It's important. But kids are not, especially kids now, aren't beholden to tradition. They want a tradition of winning. That's the most important thing. They want to be able to see themselves in some of the, like, I want to see myself touch the banner. That's a cool tradition. You know, just like, you know, I want to see myself running down the hill, touching the rock or whatever. It's called it Death Valley. Um, I, want, I want to see myself spray on Axe Body Spray when you're in Piscataway. Whatever, whatever it might be. I mean, that might be East Lansing as well. Um, but... Um, <laughs> it's you need to be able to sell the experience as well. I understand it's Bowling Green. It's a boring opponent. Theoretically, hopefully, hopefully it's Michigan finally busts out and has that 58 to three type game. Uh, I think that would be great for just general morale and all of that. But if they don't, if it's another 35 to seven, then so be it as long as they're sharp and it's not like a close one, you know, jump out to a 20, 28 point lead and take the starters out and go from there. Right. That's the most important part. Um, but I think it's important to have like all the bells and whistles, all the frills that go along with it. It's like selling a car, right? Like you can get, you know, you can get a Ford Explorer. I use that thinking about my old Ford Explorer or let's use like, you know, I've got my, no, I'm not even going to use my Durango. Yeah. I'll use my Durango. Let's use my, my, my Dodge Durango. It's the same exact platform as like a Jeep Grand Cherokee, right? Same exact car. Interior is, it's exactly the same, but you can get it in different trims, right? You can get it with like, my, mine's not, not bare bones. It's a GT. It's got the heated seats and the heated steering wheel. It's got the uh, display and everything like that. It doesn't have Apple CarPlay. So it was a year or two that I got a 2017. They didn't start that till 2018. So I'm a little disappointed with that. Sarah has a brand new Jeep Grand Cherokee. Now it's a completely different model, so it's not the same frame platform. It looks different inside. But man, that thing is loaded. It's got everything. It's got massaging seats. It's it's got wireless Apple CarPlay. It's got the split screen. It's got the full sun view. Like all of that thing. It's it's the difference, right? Of being able to 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 show like you know you. You can go to a concert like I, I went last night to go see uh, uh, my old uh, the guy who drum. I don't know how to put it. I want to say my old drummer, but he, he only played one show with me. Like literally like he drummed for me for like we d- he didn't even rehearse with us except for dress rehearsal in the show freshman year of high school. Uh, but he was playing around the corner uh, at uh, Apple Fest. Uh, he, it's just a little carnival thing here at the church uh, in Fenton at the Catholic Church. 
and uh, I went and saw him play. He's, he's in what I would describe as probably the best cover band I've I've seen of doing like classic rock stuff. Like it was easily the best. It felt like watching all of these bands in the seventies play like pretty much, but it has the static lights, right? Like they, you, you go to these shows, you go to a bar, they have static lights and then you go to a concert, like an actual concert, not just a band that's playing cover gigs at no matter how good they are. Right. Like you could go and see you two. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of arena bands. You know, you could go see you two at, uh, at your local pub and that, that would be cool. Right. Like it might be, it might be best because it's like this intimate, cool setting, but you know, you've got these static lights, you're getting the show is the music. And while that might be true, the, the show is the football, but then you go and you see them at uh at the the bigger venue and they've got their stage they've got their lights all set up like how they want and it's it's it you're getting the different view and it feels like more of a show that is important when it comes to recruiting michigan needs to continue to modernize in that sense and they have new scoreboards have made it louder it's made it better for fan experience that doesn't really matter matter when it comes for the players for that but i can tell you with a great deal of certainty some of the most hype atmospheres i've been in have been ones that have had those cool lights. Nebraska was just insane. Like when they when they play Thunderstruck between the th- the third and fourth quarters, they turn the lights red, the whole place is red. And that was one of those things in 2021, like the Michigan guys are jumping up and down like they did the, the jump around the year before or the game before. And it just becomes that much more of a hype deal. That allows for moments like that, that are, that might not always even be seen but recruits notice that thing and they say, I want to be a part of that. Michigan has the opportunity to make that home environment that. So that's all. Let's talk about Kenneth Brandt. We're going to do that in just one moment. Before we do, imagine a scenario where you're trying to get tickets to a U2 concert in Fenton Pub. Tiny little place. Fits like maybe 30 people. It's going to be hard to get that ticket, right? Game time comes a heck of a lot easier, right? Buying tickets for your favorite events should not be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets, including Michigan versus Bowling Green. And the best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped. Word I keep on saying for the fun that you will have. Images of seat views. You can see exactly where you're going to be. General admission, that probably doesn't matter, but you know, that would have been, I, I wish I would have had that. Granted, got those Bieber tickets last year, got floor seats. I didn't know exactly what I was going to be looking at. Turned out pretty good. If you get floor seats like up pretty close, you're going to see pretty well. But you can find out for sure by using the Game Time app, plus the lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, all that stuff is great. So Game Time is the place for last minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has. Deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find the tickets in the same section or row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, can create an account, and use the code Lockdown College for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, that is Game Time, the Game Time app. Create an account, redeem the code Locked On College for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. 
have to say this is probably the weirdest show I've ever done. <laughs> I am nutsy. I, I am like Zuri in, in in human form at the moment. I'm chasing a bunny. I'm dreaming of chasing a bunny. It's wonderful. It's amazing. I'm so happy for me. See, that shows you how much I'm not making sense. Kenneth Grant. I I am still very much in awe of what Kenneth Grant has been has been doing. Now he's I'm, I just pulled up PFF premium stats through two weeks. When it comes to Michigan, and he he's far behind Mason Graham. Mason Graham still technically sound. It's something that like um, that Mike Elston had said. Uh, if I can get my own site to not annoy me, I want I'll go ahead and well actually I deleted the full quote with the Mason Graham part because I wanted to make it about Mason. Uh, but he talked about, uh, Mike Elston talked on Wednesday about Kenneth Grant as well. So he said, yeah, he's a big guy, right? Powerful athletic for that size. He's got an incredible motor. You don't see a 335 plus guy move and be able to play the amount of snaps that he can without getting tired. So it's a huge benefit for, for him. It's very intelligent. He wants to be great. He's driven. I think that he hasn't even scratched the surface yet, which is a little bit scary, but he's going to be a dominant player. Uh, Continuing later, saying, uh, like, what can he, how can he become that guy? He says, uh, well, you know, his ability to continue to get the snaps and the fine details of playing that position, coming off the ball, coming off the ball a little more consistently and attacking. He's so big, he's so strong, his arms are so long, he just is able to get off blocks relatively quickly, which leads to high level of production that he has. So I'd like to see more consistent get off and things like that. Blah, blah, blah. Let's get to the PFF uh, because we are dwindling in our time together. Uh, he's the number two defensive guy for all of, uh, for all of Michigan through two weeks behind Mason Graham. I know. So that means I should be talking about Mason Graham, but what I see through my eyes, because I have, like I said on previous episodes here, I sat there and said, Kenneth Grant is the best player on the field right now. Every time he's been out there, both games, it's, it's bar none to me. Not saying there aren't really other good guys. Like, we can go in order here. It's Mason Graham, Kenneth Grant, Jalen Harrell, Mike Sainristil, Jr. Colson, Jair Hill, who's not really played a heck of a lot, but he's been out there. Braden McGregor, Josh Wallace, Chris Jenkins, DJ Waller, who's been gotten rave reviews. Micah Pollard, Derek Morris, Houseman, Zeke Berry, yada, yada. So we're just going down down the line here. I think Keon Sapp's 21. I feel like he's a heck of a lot better than that, but I, I they see something that... I don't. I trust. I trust PFF. You've heard from those guys. Uh, hopefully, we'll have them on again next week. But Kenneth Grant's got a defensive score of eighty-one point two. When it comes to run defense, he's actually not doing the greatest. That's kind of why he's not up higher. Uh, but when it comes to pass rush, seventy-eight point four. Just absolutely, he's just been beastly. I don't understand how these things all kind of correlate, but. He's been absolutely beastly. He's only one. He's the second in pass rush, just point one behind Mason Graham. Uh, absolutely phenomenal. So, with that in mind, I'm going to take the Michigan off. And uh, when you look at overall defensively, at uh, let's take out the 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 linebacker. Let's just make this all the the defensive interior guys. And I'm doing this backwards, and I'm screwing it up. Take the edges off, literally. In the nation, Kenneth Grant is 25th. He's had two games in which he's like had any kind of major really starting. Now he's not really starting. He's off the bench. 
I don't feel like I have made a very good argument, but I can see what, what I see and he's just going to continue to get better. And in talking with Jake, Butt last night, it's like, we're just raving about like, he's blowing things up. What happens the more that you get him and Chris Jenkins on the field at the same time? I mean, heck even him and Mason Graham on the field at the same time. You start to get these guys together and it just becomes a situation where like you've got to offenses have to double team both creating so many opportunities. It's like this is the analogy I gave and then we'll take this home. It, it, it's like you how we've talked about the offense, how Jim Harbaugh has talked about the offense all offseason. Like, oh, you know, we're going to get we're going to get so many snap, you know, snaps and balls to like we're going to throw it to Cornelius. We're going to throw it to Roman. We're going to hand it off to Donovan. We're going to throw it to Donovan. We're going to hand it to. To, to Blake Corman, we're going to spread all these out because you can't cover all everything at once and it just makes the offense just impossible to defend. All right, that's Michigan's front line at the moment. And it's made possible, I think, because of Kenneth Grant. Because he's just, he is a, he's not the same player as Jordan Davis, but he's that type of talent, I think. And he's got that kind of type of size, maybe a little smaller than Jordan Davis, which is kind of tells you how big Jordan Davis is. but just an immovable object that is runs at you like a freight train instead of just being an immovable object. That's what Michigan has in its arsenal at the moment in Kenneth Grant. And I think that you should all be extremely excited about that. We got a time. We're going to be back uh, Saturday uh, sometime before the game uh, with something evergreen. I'm going to tell you a story, maybe a couple stories of some Michigan stuff. And that's what we're going to do. So thank you for watching this, the weirdest show that we've ever had, and we'll be back soon. Thanks for watching. Thank you for listening. Peace.